This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. Is he stepping down as Duke coach? Coach K is going to retire after the 21-22 season. So one more season for Coach K. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Well, okay. All right, John Shire, you're on the clock. The Rich Eisen Show. I don't think it feels right to anybody. I mean, everyone is concerned. Earlier on the show, ESPN NBA insider Brian Wintors, actor Jeffrey Wright. Coming up, Buccaneers linebacker Shaq Barrett, plus Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I am your uh, humble host, best dad ever, by the way. Um, now coming up on a full year of my of my title run with no defenses, I mean, well, you should no, be you stripped. To, is it just a one year thing? Do you have to give up the title? Is that lifetime? Well, do you just Father's get that Day's forever? coming up in yeah. what is it three Sundays? So I'll let you know. It's a revote. I mean, I, I got a strong case. A re-vote? Re-vote. I got a strong <laughs> case. I'm I mean, he may get it. Brock would may get it. Thank Normally, you, champions you, who don't defend their titles have those yeah. titles stripped. I so. can just essentially tell you that based on the voting audience of my three children, Chris Brockman's not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They remember the Tupperware. They remember. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. That was a great Denzel movie. Yeah, remember the Tupperware. <laughs> it was amazing. They definitely don't Denzel was amazing and remember the Tupperware. Okay, because that was so many years <laughs> Excuse ago. Excuse me? But. Excuse me. Your kids have one thing in common, Rich. They love my kid. That's true. Uh, That's true. And they like Chris. Same. You got two things going for you. Well, same. they I mean, they did see uh, Cage over the uh, Memorial Day weekend. Same. And um, it was a uh, it was great. My kids do great. love your children. And next time you come over, Chris, um, we will ask my kids if they remember the Tupperware. And the answer is absolutely Xander will a million percent say yes. Cooper, no, no chance. No, Coop was literally like three years old, which yeah, made it like even more of an egregious response to returning my wife's Tupperware late. And you, after being asked about it over and over again and not doing so, decided to return it in the form yeah. of a top and a bottom wrapped in... Wrapped. Holiday it. paper and gave it to my children as Hanukkah gifts, and they thought how thoughtful that was until they opened it up and <laughs> saw the top being a plastic top and the bottom being the glass Pyrex. How did Susie react? Rich? She was, she's still upset about On it. On the inside, she laughed. She's still upset about it's it. It's a funny joke. <laughs> On the inside, she laughed, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I stand by it. At any rate, um, we're going to have Urban Meyer calling in at about 17 minutes' time. And uh, Urban, uh, he trended, right? Didn't you say he trended? When he handed a laptop to um, Chris Jericho and he uh, busted that uh, I believe on top Urban of MJF trending. on the AEW? Yeah. By the way, those are initials that uh, I never thought I would say <laughs> in, in, in a manner that I was communicating something that made sense to people. <laughs> I understood every word. Thank you. Uh, He's going to be joining us, but uh, joining us back here on the Rich Eisen Show is one of the top pass rushers in the National Football League from the world champion, defending world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers Shaq Barrett back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Shaq? I'm doing good. I appreciate you uh, having me on uh, today. Thank you for coming on. Uh, How does that sound, that introduction, world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It sounds amazing. I love uh, being a two-time and then with the Bucs because – been a struggle for the Bucks for a couple of years and be able to turn it around, get a fan, something to really support. That's right. And so uh, how much better can your team be? I think we uh, reached close.
close to where we could be at towards the end of the year with our defense and offense. We became uh, closer as a team, the camaraderie and the locker room on the field. Like we just kept growing now with this uh, whole off season together and the second year for some of the guys and then like the third year for the uh, band with the new coaches. So it's going to be uh, still loose and bounds that we can go. And I think we will achieve it early in the season and keep it going throughout the whole season. And um, the concept of keeping the team together, when you guys finished with your boat parade, um, what did you, did you think it would be possible with all the free agents for this to actually have happened? I thought at least a couple of us would have been gone, but like we made it work. Uh, Jason Light made it work. The front office made it work. I know BA wanted it to work. We wanted it to work. We knew we had some special uh, brewing. We wanted to continue it and keep it going for as long as possible. Well, I mean, how much of a role did everybody have potentially in talking to one another during the process um, to 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 keep everybody together? I mean, was was there a conversation amongst all of you from you with you and your your fellow Bucks who were up to say? Let's let's kind of do it all together, but obviously, you needed to 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 get yours, for the lack of a better phrase. I mean, that's what this is. This game is about is is winning, but also uh, taking advantage of your opportunities monetarily while you can. So, what was that like? So we really didn't have no conversations. We knew that what we had was special as a unit, as a team. So we knew that. Well, I knew. So I could speak personally. I knew that I, I didn't want to leave as an organization. I love the way they do things here. The locker room, we had a lot of great guys in the locker room. It's just a first-class organization all the way around, and now we added the winning to it, so now it's most definitely a first-class organization all the way around. But I think we just all knew that something special was uh, to take place here, and we wanted to be a part of it. And we all was able to pretty much reach deals that satisfied us, satisfied the uh, front office, well, not even satisfied, made me happy. And I know it made a lot of other people happy. So we eventually, I mean, we pretty much did what was best for us. And what was best for us was everybody coming back here to be a part of winning and still being able to uh, make some money as well. And it's got to be quite a feeling as well that everybody's back, right? It's got to be a feeling, a great feeling that, that, you know, if the front office told you, hey, we we can't go to this number because we've got to sign – other people and trust us we'll we'll do our best to do it and then they did it that's got to be quite a feeling as you guys get set to reunite at the mandatory minicamp next week i imagine yes sir like yeah like you said it's perfectly like having everyone back together like man it's just the best feeling like how we was able to maneuver all the numbers so that cap hit would be able to make it work for this year so like they did that job in the front office for sure we uh, did our job by uh, negotiating, making it work here. I, I know, man. I know, like everybody here who was here last year is happy to be back again. We love our coaches, love our teammates. Like, like said it earlier, but like everyone here is like great people here. They do everything right, and just to see the way they was able to get everything going and to manipulate the situation to be able to afford everybody and bring everybody back is just perfect and i'm happy that we get to build uh, another year together to try to i want to become a dynasty so that's what uh, pretty much motivated me i'm pretty sure that what motivated a lot of other people too shaquille barrett right here on the rich eisen show from the tampa bay buccaneers now you've said in the first couple minutes of our conversation here a couple of times at least that they do it right here 
that they that they're first class and do it right here at the Buccaneers. What do you mean by that? What do they do right, Shaquille? So just like having the coaches that we have, we have a lot of coaches who played before, so they understand like and don't ask for unreasonable things in practice. They don't want you to sit here and just just do stuff that don't have no effect on the game. And I've been to situations where they coached on every little thing, nitpicked every thing, and it's good for some situations, but the situation that we is down here, like it just we all grown, man. We know how we need to handle our business. B.A. is a, a great coach, a player's coach. He know when to uh, push the gas, when to push the brake with us. So just front office, they know like how to communicate everything down to us. They don't like – sugarcoat anything they keep it real what is and that's the only thing you can ask for so 100 percent honesty and to the best of my knowledge i'm pretty sure everybody's been getting it on the team like even when it was a tough situation when a guy was coming out and he's putting another guy in on certain downs like the coaches communicated what was going on how they was going to handle it and that's all we want is just the honesty and the openness to so we can know what's going on instead of saying like, yeah, you you going to be in there. We want you in there. And then as soon as the game comes, you're not in there. So just like, just just being honest. That's pretty much the doing things the right way, just being honest and communicating with your uh, players. So while we're being honest here, what point did things click for you last year for, as a team? Because we all know that it wasn't uh, it wasn't a 16-0 and season. It was catching fire. Uh, after Thanksgiving, and then not letting up on the on the gas the entire way till you celebrated a championship. Because and and, yep. and 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 then the first time you you saw Kansas City, that first quarter was a nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. when, when did things kind of click for you? Was there a moment, an ex, uh, a play? What can you tell me, Shaquille Barrett? So what it started clicking was probably that Kansas City game after we went out there later egg and pretty much the first half. We came back in at halftime and just uh, Coach uh, Bowles just got us together saying, like, minus some big plays, he was doing a pretty good job. So we came out, changed the play call, and, and we had, like, B.A. – I mean, not B.A. Coach Bowles did a great job with game planning all the time. So he always put us in the right position to succeed. So coming in after the halftime, I think that's when stuff started clicking for us and we started to realize how good we could be if we eliminated the big plays and everybody do their role on defense. And probably, yeah, I would say most definitely after the Chiefs game, we started to uh, find our grooves and start to uh, hit the gas. But for me personally, I don't really think I hit hit the gas until like the Saints playoff game is when I was able to find my rhythm and get going. And like the way I judge my play on the field is like the Saints game is when I started uh, like playing the way that I wanted to play and stopped thinking too much and just started – bringing out the inner child in me, like, man, this opportunity too big to let it pass me by. So make sure I do everything possible to help the team get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl because going to the playoffs is fun, but nobody want to go to the playoffs and just lose and start all over next year. So I, that was, like, my main thing. I don't want to start all over next year without being the champion. So I was going to do and will uh, the team to victory as much as I could. I don't know if you saw Shaquille Barrett, the announcement involving uh, Tom Brady and, and Phil Mickelson against Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau in a golf outing on July 6th. And Brady tweeting um, at, at uh, Bryson DeChambeau, known for his 300 and prodigious 350, 360 yard drives. 
uh, telling him that he, he, he should learn to lay up because his partner, we know Aaron Rodgers, isn't going for it. Did you see that tweet from Brady? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that exchange was funny online. I was uh, I was getting a nice little kick out of it. I like uh, I just like the just the funny and the joking joking uh, part of okay. it. Glad that everybody could have fun with it. And uh, I mean, well, fun at other people's expense because I know. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to <laughs> I say I don't, know if, I, I don't I don't know if everyone was having fun with it, but um, I guess that's my way of also walking in through the side door here. Were you surprised that Rogers trotted off the field on that fourth down in the NFC Championship game? Yeah, I was for sure. I was telling the defense, like, no, come back. They're going to go for it. They're going to go for it. And then I look over to that sideline, saw that kicker running there. I'm like, oh, well, I appreciate that. I, really, like, I was 100% confident that our offense was not going to give them the ball back to give them an opportunity to come and get any scoring play or anything going. Because I saw early in the year, four minute situations, we've been real good earlier. So I had 100% confidence that, that was the, we were selling the game after they kicked that field goal. I mean, Look, Shaquille, I mean, I know in your rookie season you, you, you came up and you, you saw Peyton Manning, uh, obviously, in Denver. And you're a two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, and then, you know, geez, uh, Brady, now, what what is it like being a teammate uh, of Tom's when you say something you know the offense isn't going to give the ball back? I mean, most of America pretty much sensed that as well at the time. <laughs> so what is that like for you? Oh, it, it feels good because, you know, Tom been in every situation possible. He always going to maintain his cool. He always going to pretty much make the best play and put us in position to, position to succeed. And, like, that's what he's been doing game in, game out. So having that veteran leadership out there on the field, off the field, is just amazing. His, uh, like, his personality in the locker room is, is cool. Like, I didn't get to interact with Peyton too much because I was young. I right. wanted to stay out the way and try I to bet. iron my spot on the team. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'll be interacting with uh, Tom a little bit more. He's a cool guy, funny guy. We talk about my time in Denver versus the Patriots and stuff, bring that up from time to time. And uh, it just it just be fun. It's fun to uh, have him on the team. And I, I love his, his fire that he played with on the field. And I think that might be the only difference between Peyton and Tom. Like, you could see the fire in Tom on the field, and Peyton, he's more laid back on the field. But... Uh, I love playing with both of them for sure, and I'm happy I was able to win with both of them. Well, I guess maybe one of the reasons why you didn't see Peyton's, uh, you know, uh, anger on the field or intensity on the field is you weren't a wide receiver, maybe running the wrong route for him. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm you know? a fan of boot for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you were just trying to get him back on the field. So, hey, uh, Shaquille, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck. Uh, you'll be at the mandatory minicamp next week with your teammates. Enjoy that. Um, and um, and congrats on on you hitting your 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 multi year contract. You played your way into it, and um, and then to a, a, a ring with Tampa. Congratulations on that. I appreciate it, and I'm most definitely looking forward to getting back with the guys and start. Uh, well, continue this uh, progress progress we made this past year, the latter half of the year, and I appreciate the contract that they gave me. And I'm just ready to work, and they're gonna know that it was worth it. Thanks for the call, Shaquille. Congrats. Uh, all right, thanks. We'll do it again soon. At Shaquille with uh, just one L, Barrett, on Twitter. At Moochman6 on Instagram. World champion Shaquille Barrett right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take a break because coaches are usually spot on time. I want to make sure that we're right here for Urban Meyer, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seattle is hosting New Orleans in a playoff game. Correct. And see And we played them earlier. We played them earlier. In the season. So um, it's not uncommon. We played them on Monday Night Football five weeks prior. And now we are back in the divisional round at Seattle. Only it's a little different. We're, we're staying over uh, across the water in Bellevue. And so the first thing in the morning when I get up is I have a waffle you know, the whipped cream, strawberries, and I'm, I'm flipping through the networks trying to get either ESPN or NFL Network. Who's going to give me the forecast? There's NFL Network. I got it. And they're going to these sites where the divisional games are going to be played. And they're talking about, this is sunny here, blah, blah, blah. And then to Seattle, and they and they get to the Seahawks Stadium, and, and I know that it's going to be, and you can see the wind. And... <clears throat> I'm eating my waffle and they pan down on Russell Wilson and Drew Brees throwing a football on the field in their grays. I'm going to tell you where I'm supposed to be at that moment when they're throwing a football. I am supposed to be meeting with the officials, discussing the inactives, all right, and getting ready to say the Lord's Prayer and give our players a pep talk. That's where I'm supposed to be at that moment. I stumble out of the bed. This is my worst nightmare. I know I'm a half an hour away from the stadium. And I'm thinking to myself, national anthem, I'm in my underwear late to the game. Right? That's the nightmare that I have. Wow. And I just saw Breeze and Russell Wilson warming up. And I run to the shower, call my assistant, can't get him. The waffle is spilled on the floor. I get back, my assistant says, hey, what's up? And I said, 
When did the buses leave? No one called. He said, Coach, the buses haven't left yet. They had taken B-roll from the Monday night game. <laughs> Someone in the tape room wow. ran the wrong tape. Can you imagine? <laughs> I text Falk. He's on set with Rich. I said, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I had a cow. Like, I'm telling you, you have no idea. We're talking about being like, this is the divisional playoff game, yeah. not being there for the kickoff as the head coach. That's how late I was. <laughs> and Sean, just Marshall showing me the text. We went back and forth. I arrived. <laughs> this guy now is live on the field, and I peek out at the stadium only because of the conditions. And I take a look, and Rich says, good to have Sean Payton here at the stadium on time. <laughs> Just some, some slight comment that, that not one, one person can understand until we tell the story. Amazing. Hey, I remember when he texted Falk during that show, like, what the hell are you guys doing? Oh, boy, that was back in the day. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio network, also on Peacock TV. We're pleased to have here for the first time on the show as an NFL head coach, longtime coach of the Ohio State, and he left the, the, uh, the, the warm embrace of a television studio job to dip his toe in the National Football League waters, the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer. How are you, Coach Meyer? Rich, always good to talk to you, man. I'm doing good. Always good to talk to you. What if I had told you that night of the NFL draft in Chicago where you were on the end of the set as the, the head coach at The Ohio State that one day you would be the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars coaching Trevor Lawrence? What would you have said if I had told you that on that day? I would have looked at you like you had four heads or five <laughs> heads and we would have, I'm sure, went and talked about Zeke Elliott or something. <laughs> Right. I mean, it is crazy. Cra- it? it is crazy. Do you, uh, how have you found it so far, the NFL? Oh, I just okay. love our owner. I mean, uh, you know, the owner, and I love Jacksonville. You know, I always have. And and I, you know, had this kind of a dream when this conversation started. And, you know, I, obviously, if you were starting, I don't want to say we're starting at ground zero because that's not fair. You know, it's it, there's some really good players here. There's some great people here. But we're going to try to build something really special, and it's impossible without a shotgun. It's you, you just can't. You know, I I I'm, I can't say I'm well versed in the NFL yet, but I'm pretty well versed in building things. And and uh, what we're trying to build here is going to be very unique, very special. And uh, I just we had a nice announcement today. Right. What uh, he's trying to do for this city, Jacksonville. I, I don't know, Rich, if you spent much time here. What a place. You know, what a city. These people want to win, and we got to put something really good on that field. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've been to the the stadium. Uh, I've, boy, I've kind of done it all. I covered the Super Bowl there in year two of NFL Network. I've, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I hit a seven iron uh, into uh, the middle of the field during halftime of an NFL Network Jacksonville Jaguars game with Jackson Deville. <laughs> I uh, I was very the toughest. Uh, golf shot I've ever hit because there were human beings there, Coach. I mean, my gosh. Um, and I've been to the town, and uh, I know how diehard the fans are there in, in Duval County. And uh, I did see what you tweeted out today, um, for some artist drawings and renderings of a, a new facility and then uh, uh, you know, a, a hotel that's being built out of Four Seasons, if I, if I saw that correct. So how, how do you build a culture? How does one do that? I know you've, you know, uh, you, you've done TED Talks, you've written books, you've done all sorts of stuff, but what, what, what do you, what, how do you do it? What do you do? 
when you do something like this? Well, first you have to, uh, and I always tell people you, when you put together a culture, you got to believe it. It's got to be an objective truth. Players and everybody are too smart. You know, when you start talking about a culture, culture drives behavior. And when you tell people something, it's got to be true. And what I mean by truth is ours is I, I really believe effort overcomes mistakes. I really believe that greatness is hard. You have to embrace the grind of greatness. And I believe love and ownership are the greatest forms of, uh, you know, team. If you have those three qualities, that's something we've developed over the years. It's been fairly well time-tested. I think it's time-tested through just being a human being. That Those are the qualities of greatness. And these guys have listened. They've, you know, we're going to, that's all to be determined. That all sounds great, but that is our culture. And that's, you know, the, the relentless effort. I didn't say be fearless. You know, don't, don't worry about making mistakes because you're going to make a bunch of them. The second thing is embrace the the pain of greatness because it is hard. You don't think it's hard, then you never, never experience greatness. And then the last one, you better own this place. If you don't own Jacksonville, this is not something that you really love and own. We'll help you move on somewhere else because you don't need to be here. And and why why do this? Why why would you leave? Uh, a, I mean, there's nothing more. Um, well, you you win every week when you when you're talking on television. You know, like it's a W. Uh, and I do remember, you know, even with the immense success that I know firsthand, as you know, about what the Ohio State was doing, that there were times where, you know, you're, you're, you were holding your head. It, it did not look like things were going uh, enjoyably. So why do what you've done, Coach Meyer? Why that's, do that? a, that's, a, that's a question of questions. I, I've been asked that a lot. I've been asked by that by some that are very close to me. Uh, but those who know me really well knew that I think probably had one more swing, um, had some ch- chances maybe to go back to college, but I, you know that ship has sailed, and you know I didn't want to do that again. The recruiting and all the time spent and all this stuff that's going on in college football that you know I just I just was so intrigued by this owner. I was intrigued by Jacksonville, and then you you know you just this was a year. One thing about this, Rich, this is not necessarily Jacksonville, but. Um, just studying the NFL and thought, man, if you could just somehow find a way to win some games in the NFL and take this culture blueprint that we've worked on for so hard and surround yourself with you know players that buy into it and they want to win and they want to do it the right way, it just became overwhelmingly that I wanted to do it, and that's why we did it. Urban Meyer here on the Rich Eisen Show. It also helps to have somebody who's as remarkably talented as Trevor Lawrence be uh, uh, essentially assured uh, if you so chose to take him uh, top the draft and, and you did. What what have you learned about Trevor that you might not have already known from seeing him in college and knocking maybe on his door in college and, and, and covering him in college? What have you learned about him? Yeah, I knew Trevor, not personally, but I knew him a little bit. We shook hands and said hi a few times. Obviously, I'm very close with Coach Sweeney. I know Clemson very well, um, you know, from my TV days and also coaching days. Um, great respect for the program, but, you know, you just don't know. You don't know until you know. And here he comes. We weren't allowed to talk to him during the uh, process in person. We did Zoom call, a bunch of Zoom calls with him. We did a bunch of phone calls with him, a bunch of research. You know, there's no way that – and the one that – the cool thing about this, Rich, is that everybody had speculation he was going to be the number one pick, and so did our owner. And I hired two guys with really extensive NFL experience in Schottenheimer and Bevel, and we went on a, a good four- to five-week deep dive into 
there are some excellent quarterbacks out there in this NFL draft. You're going to see a bunch of these guys play for a long time, and we can't make it, we can't miss this one. So, well, in in our very strong opinion, obviously, he earned the right to be the number one pick, and since he's been part of organization, he's been an A plus. His work ethic, his community involvement, his humility in front of the veterans. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch this develop. And um, w- what about the uh, pre-draft conversation? Certainly in our world, maybe as we were bored waiting for the draft to actually take place, uh, about his comments that uh, from his coach wouldn't need football. His high school coach doesn't really need football in the end and in the long run, and potentially his um, his lack of losses in the world not having a chip on his shoulder and that might not suit him for the NFL game. I don't want to subscribe to that, but I just wanted to put that general conversation in front of you, Coach Urban Meyer, now that we're clear of the yeah, draft. Yeah, Rich, uh, I'll be honest with you, when I first read it, I was a little bit like probably the world, like, wait, wait a minute, what, let me read this again. And then I did have a conversation and, and, we had a long conversation and he told me the story that there was, it was hours upon hours of interviews and, and interview and with whoever wrote the story. And then it, it, it wasn't a reflection of what actually, you know, there's some certain things that were said and he's a, I've coached players. Uh, I'd like to believe I am too as well that are deep in their faith and their faith tells you not to serve other than one God. And, and that's he, he lives that. And, Football is not his God. Is the world is the message he wanted to get out? That, but he's like, as competitive as you can get. He loves the game. Um, there is no hesitancy on our part. Um, but I, I remember reading that, and I, you can imagine my phone blowing up, and <laughs> what in the world's going on here? You know, does he eat, breathe, and sleep football? And is he, you know, can he compete? You know, does he want to compete? And those answers are all those, those questions all all been answered for the his body of work since he's been playing. A few more minutes left here with Urban Meyer, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars here on the Rich Eisen Show. And you spent time uh, in the media, as again, we've mentioned in this conversation. So with that as the uh, the setup, um, I, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but I've been talking to you for 10 minutes. I haven't mentioned the name Tim Tebow yet. I think that's remarkable restraint, don't you think? <laughs> Coach yeah, you might be the first. Very good. Okay, I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, I've been really bursting since so I said hello. Um, and I know that uh, when we talked on the air on NFL Network on the Saturday of the draft that uh, you had not physically seen him work out and that in the subsequent telling of the story when you were on Chris Collinsworth's podcast that his subsequent workout you were not there for. So how did Tim get the, the opportunity? Can you walk me through that? Did he knock on your door? Did you, are you in search of somebody to uh, personify your culture build here in Jacksonville? How, how, why does Tim have this opportunity is essentially my question. I'm on his foundation board. I know Tim. Uh, we talk. Uh, I knew he was getting ready to go play pro baseball, and, and he did. He mentioned to me that you know I'm in the best shape of my life, and he, he can tell he is. And we had a chat, and I said, well, he said, could you have a couple guys look at me? And I said, well, you know, obviously let me think this thing through. Um, you know, I don't want this to turn into something that, you know, if it's, but I, I said, if it's long, if it's confidential, I'm not a, yeah, I'll let some guys look at you. And I showed up and I left on purpose, you know, and I, uh, our GM was there, our tight end coach and our offense coordinator were there and they put him through workout. They came back to me and said, my gosh, this guy's in incredible shape. He's a big athlete or our tight end room has been struggling. Um, 
okay, let's, and I think it did two other times. They had two other, you know, they gave him some things to work on, and then they, they brought him back. And I said, you know, what do you, you know, they came to me and said, I think we should uh, give him a shot. And what's the percentage of making the team? We don't know. This is uncharted waters. This is very going to be very difficult. But he's been doing great. He's been doing great in practice. He's learning the offense. As you can imagine, he's working as hard as anybody. I see a good camaraderie amongst the team and Tim. And, and um, it's, a, you know, it's, it's been good so far. So what, what, um, what do you think he can represent in this locker room that you want to get across to people who might still be wondering, even in just the first few weeks, what your culture build is all about? In Jacksonville. Well, he's certainly he's certainly lived it. He uh, is a guy that's as hard working, as tough a human being as ever been around, as competitive. But the cool thing is, Rich, I'm finding a lot of that around here. I'm finding there's there's we brought in some guys like that in free agency. Uh, you know, Miles Jack, Josh Allen, mm. uh, some of the core players we have, uh, Brandon Linder. We have some good core players, and, and I know we didn't play very well. You can say, well, they're one in fifteen. I get that. You know, we did not play well. I didn't say that. Uh, but we have good core competitive players. And I think, you know, first of all, Tim's one of 90. And the thing that I've, I've settled in with now that we have 90 in it, when you go kick the ball off, you're a 48, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. 46. And that's, that's going to be, this to me is a tryout for a lot of guys. And he falls into that category. But uh, to answer your question, he's working his tail off, as mm-hmm. you can imagine. Well, I, you know, and, and I don't need to tell you as well what a compelling uh, story, if you will, or figure Tim is and the compelling story and figure that Trevor Lawrence is and compelling story and figure that you are. Is there any chance that the Jacksonville Jaguars will appear on Hard Knocks this summer on HBO that you'd let us in on something like that, even though you don't have to? What do you think about that idea? Well, I got Miss Amy Palsic sitting right here staring at me in my office <laughs> because so I'll, I'll let her handle all those conversations and you know I you know Rich you know me fairly well at least that yes. you know I think most coaches want to go in a submarine and and show up on game day ready to rock and roll without distraction but I also understand and respect the NFL uh, what it stands for the network what it stands for and I do believe this is an interesting story here. Uh, and one of the reasons that I wouldn't mind the world knowing is that we have some really good players and some really good people here. And it's a great city. We have a great owner. Well, and I know that uh, we did see you uh, in a spot where we didn't expect to see you this past week with AEW handing a laptop to Chris Jericho. <laughs> so, you know, I saw that one. Charlie Strong, I, I told our team that Charlie Strong should get an Emmy for his. Do you see how his. I saw his reaction. I mean, he threw his hands did, up. We only did one. <laughs> we only did one cut on that. We only did one cut. That's how good Charlie Strong is at acting. Too. I saw that, and that's so. Uh, that wasn't a Just real laptop. cut. That, well, that's not your real laptop, is it, Urban? Really? Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to. T- you know, I got to go along with it. Yeah, sure, it's my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> good thing is we have another one. <laughs> yeah, I've also met the owner, Mr. Khan. I know he's probably got more where that one came from. Um, well, that was just fun. Yeah. That was a blast. I'm sure your whole family must have enjoyed watching you do something like that right out of the gate. That was that was. Oh fun. yeah, they uh, they were all over it. Okay, and that's not a real play on the uh, on the grease board behind you, right? That was something to throw everybody <laughs> off, right? Right, coach. I did actually walked in and I looked and I said, "Wait a minute, is that you know?" And then I started reading it. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right, Coach, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, I hope to do this uh, more often, and um, and I do hope to uh, see more of you and your team very shortly. Hey, I really appreciate you, and I really appreciate I really watched a lot leading up to uh, the last – month or so you uh, the 40 yard dash deal you do oh. i really i didn't realize you do that for charity so rich you're a good man brother thank you i appreciate that and hey look uh maybe uh if you need another tight end a few years from now i can get into uh fighting shape you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'll have my tight end if you want to go through a trial i won't be there but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of one thing I'll just give you a spoiler alert. Your coaching staff won't talk about how great of a body I've got. Uh, that won't be uh, that won't be the note you get back, but it'll be good. I'll have a good day, man. Take care of yourself. That's Urban Meyer, everybody. It's Urban Meyer, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I went one joke too far with him. I understand that. <laughs> sometimes I got to know when it stands. Right. I get out. I got to get out. I, sometimes, as you know, I fly back to Ohio and I try to just make the jerk store reference, and it's terrible. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That was not a no. 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 Not a no. He said we have an interesting story. He referred to Amy Palchich, who is one of the best of the best of the best in our business, who handles media relations for a National Football League team. The Jaguars got a winner when they hired her. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's referring to. She's going to answer all of those questions. But a reason why he wants people to know about what's going on in Jacksonville. Not a no. Not a no. Oh, saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. It's kind of a dumb and dumber chance. Of course, you know him and no coaches. They want to go on a submarine, as he said, and not not appear. But it's not. But they can control it. You can control, dude. Mayock and that Raiders hard knocks was barely honestly. Like I said, he was like Dominic Hoshik standing on his head and stopping pucks. Yeah. The entire time. So it can be done. And all where that Antonio you know, Brown it's, it's... stuff was hardly even hit. Exactly. Remember we would be tuning in and Brown would just be going absolutely off the reservation the night before the show was hitting. Those poor NFL films folks were pro- deep in some sort of an edit bay till like 3 in the morning delivering the show two minutes before it could be delivered to HBO. I don't know. And Tim Tebow is one in ninety. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's one in ninety. And 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 like I said, it is a way for Urban Meyer to tell everyone in the room that what I am telling you, what I am building, what I am doing with you, is for life. That is a powerful, powerful message how do you get that message across to people you've just met you got a crack track record i mean there's no question about that in terms of wins and losses and building this building that going here going there winning everywhere but how do you get that across this guy and it's important that if tebow does not do what he needs to do to make the final 53 man and doesn't wind up on a taxi squad. Can you imagine a thirty, what thirty-three-year-old sitting there on the on the practice squad? I don't. Yeah. I don't imagine that because yeah. a practice squad is for young kids. Right. All right. But if he makes the team, it's personification of I told you this is for life. But he's got to make the team and deserve it. Right. 
Urban Meyer is not going to give him an opportunity when you say he's one of 90 and then have the guy show up and not perform very well. He will cut him if he has to. And that's another message to everybody that you must earn your spot in Jacksonville. On hard knocks. On hard knocks, right? No, but I I, I firmly believe him saying that he's one of 90. Yeah, I think so. True. He sounded convincing to me. There it is. There's the sprinklers. Sprinklers. (laughs) Is there a a Vegas book as to what's the first sound you hear Uh, on hard knocks? Yes, there is. That's it. That's that's like one to earn five, right? Do you have that music, Mike? That's five to earn one, right? I don't have the music. I need the music. Minus money on sprinklers. Sprinklers. Yeah, it's minus. Minus money. Here it is. (laughs) And you hear Urban Meyer's voice. And then we have Shriver. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come on. Right, We're building something in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Clapping. Yeah, showing off. Yeah. Chris Jericho here. Shad Khan there. Close up of the mustache. Sun's coming up. And then the music hits. And then the music. Right? I mean. Oh, that's great. I cannot wait for Hard Knocks. Let's go. Let's go, Urban. See come flowing on. hair run across the field. Come on. Cody Rhodes and his wife there, but most importantly for you, his wife. <laughs> it's his wife, bro. Did I say that right? <laughs> what? What's the matter? Trevor Lawrence doing like the Clay Matthews hair thing. He does a toss. Like the whip back. The whip back. With like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm in. Tebow working out. Yeah. Sitting at the. Yeah, jacked. man. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Wasn't a no. Take a break. Set up our Friday show. I keep thinking it's the middle of the week, but it's the end of the week. God bless. (laughs) God bless a three-day weekend, right? We're back on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers. Roof racks exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. When we had our our first segment, you were talking about all the movies that you get maybe thrown at you. One, One film you did not mention, The Untouchables, which is another film for me, that is a remote drop. Where I see it on TV, I, I just have to drop the remote, no matter where I am in the film. Do you have a, a Sean Connery story you can share? I, I remember one time, um, you know, uh, I, I, w- I was with Sean. I was in Chicago, 
And and as I was kind of talking to him, there's, there's this really this girl was really trying to get my attention. She was cute, and I didn't didn't want to rush over there because. Sean told me a story one time of a girl sitting next to him that kept tapping him, tapping him, and he knew she was there. He was he knew he was going to get to her, but he kept up his conversation, kept it up, finally tapping. Finally, when this dumb conversation was over and he really wanted to see what the bird was all about, <laughs> he looked over at her, and her cigarette was just now hanging out of her mouth. He was, she was trying to give him what he thought was a note, and it was a lighter, and so she looked pretty <laughs> pathetic. So I had that story on my mind when I was with him, and some girl was trying to get my attention, like looking over, looking over, and finally I'm kind of done with him, and I think, well, I'll stroll over and see what she really wants. So I I did. I walked, and she was behind the ribbon, and I got really close to her, and I said, yeah, and she goes, could you get me Sean's autograph? <laughs> and I went like, I felt like I had a cigarette hanging out of my mouth like this. I said, yeah, of course I could do that. <laughs> the biggest star. The biggest star. Yeah, and, and uh, the real deal and, um, you, know, you know, really honest. I mean, he, he was upset on Untouchables. He was upset because he thought somebody had treated him wrong in production. It was going to cost him money, and money was important to him, how it worked and that kind of thing. And he, he, was, really, he was really angry. He was in a bar, and he called me over, and he goes, Mr. Nash. He'd called me Ness. Go, Mr. Off, off hey, Mr. Nash. Yeah, and I go, yeah. And and I go, why do you go, she's going to sit down here with me. And I, would, and I sat down, and he had this piece of paper, like a yellow pad, mm -hmm. just like what you have. Yeah. And, he, and he said, do you remember this? Do you remember that? And it was like stuff that was right and stuff that was wrong. And, 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 I, and I said, I remember that, I remember that. And yeah, I remember that. And he goes, God, thank you. And he went and tore this guy's head off. He just needed to be sure. He needed to be sure that that he wasn't going to be wrong. All facts confirmed by yeah, Kevin. Yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to kind of, you know. But boy, then it, you know, then then it was lit. Then it was on. Look out. Thirty-four years ago today, The Untouchables, and thirty-three years ago today, um, big, big, yeah, two wow. big wow. movies, if you will. Oh my gosh, from the late 80s. I can't believe it's 30 years. When I was a kid, 30 year old movies were like Casablanca. Exactly. What the hell's happening? <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did not get a no, we won't be on hard knocks from Urban Meyer. Did uh, not. Not a no. But he also said he wants to be respectful of the NFL. I'm, I, I, They're talking about it. They have to be. They yeah. They have to be. Should I call my films people or just stay out of it? Do it. Uh, what, Ken Rogers? I could call anybody from films yeah, and just I mean, say, how I, close I, are we? And they could basically say, yeah, that's over. We, we, we asked and it's not going to happen. Or I think you talk about teams with the most buzz coming into oh, the season. Please, like, there's no two ways about it to see an all-time great college football head coach top. try his first attempt at the NFL in his first training camp, putting in a culture for a team that's got Trevor Lawrence right. and Tim Tebow on it. For a, a, a group of, you know, an, a family who owns a team that, that's an international sports conglomerate? Yeah. Along with wrestlers could show up? Like, are you kidding me? There's no other team can, and that's what's amazing about the Jaguars. There's no other team that can even put that together in the NFL regardless of, of first-time head coach. There's no other team that could put that sort of star power. Obviously, you'd like to see the Bucks out there. They're a Super Bowl winning team, and it's Tom Brady. True. I mean, and True. Gronk. 
how do you defend a title I mean, in your first in your first too. year back as a you know the fact that the NFL could say could could have somebody as world famous as Tom Brady on Hard Knocks that's the only what other what other team would you want to see if you just say anybody could be asked and nobody could say no well, I think it's anybody could be asked. Nobody could it's, say it's no. It's New England. It's Pittsburgh. Why it's, New England? Well, just because no, the secrecy yeah. that supposedly Bill. goes on. Yeah, but on. Bill's yeah. not gonna. I, I'm in for that. Again, one. you have to understand the teams have editing power. Honestly, like it would be a test pattern for 60 minutes with Bill Belichick. It would be a test pattern. Honestly. But still, like I'd, I'd want to see what Trevor Lawrence does goes about his dad. Like to know his personality. I'd like to see what Tebow does. Yeah, with no, his dad. no. I told, I only want to see Jacksonville on Hard Knocks. I mean, the Bucks obviously compelling. I but... like Arizona too, though. The Cardinals would be great. That's not a you. That's Kingsbury, AJ Green, JJ Watt, JJ Watt. That's uh, Larry Fitzgerald defeat. Well, Larry Fitzgerald episode would be him announcing his yeah. retirement. I mean, it'd be. Look, guys. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. I know where TJ's going. Look, guys, let's just be very honest about something here. There's only one team that's really going to captivate millions and millions (laughs) of fans and non-fans. And I don't even need to say the name. I just don't want them to do it. Vomit. You know, but let's be very clear. They've already done that. it like three times. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure the ratings were through the roof. But we don't I mean, need gosh. that right now. But I'm just saying. I'm just going to point that out to you. If you want people all around the world to be watching this, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hate us. Wow. Hate us. <laughs> I'm embracing the hate this year. I told you. I'm going well, full Dr. on Jones Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I'm going to make sure every one of you are safe. I mean, wow. I'll shut up, Dr. Dr. Jones. No. Yeah. No. no. Actually, I'll tell you this. In yeah. the same way that you like me, highly caffeinated mm-hmm. and not giving any sort of you-know-what's anymore, uh-huh. after 25 years in this business of me conducting myself <laughs> in a certain way, and you like when I come here and I just go I just go a little bit off the reservation, I, I, I come so close to working blue, you want me to work blue. I, you, I know you want me to work blue on this show like Eyes every day. after dark. Deep down, I know F-bombs. you like that. In the same way, I want you showing up like Michael Irvin about yep. the Cowboys. I don't want the 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 reserved, aw shucks, T.J. Jefferson. I don't want that. Okay. I want what I just saw. I want <laughs> what I just saw. I want you to come out and say there's only, like even right now you're uncomfortable. I can already sense <laughs> your body language. I could feel you like that you've kind of opened that gate right there. I don't want to let him out, you, man. I know you don't, don't but you just did. He's in there. I don't want to let and him I want to see it. Yes, you want to see the Dallas Cowboys on Hard Knocks because the whole world wants to see him, correct? Yes or no? Yeah, I mean, yes. look. No, 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 no. Yes or no. You want to see the whole, the whole world bow down to the Dallas Cowboys or at least the whole world tune in to make sure we all recognize there's only one organization in the National Football League that captivates C to Shining C and then all the other six Cs or five Cs since there's two Cs to the Shining Cs and there's only seven Cs. Did I get that right? I think so. Okay, thank you. That's what you want. What you said was so brilliant, and it's the Howard Stern effect. Either you're going to tune in because you love us or you're going to tune in because you absolutely hate us, but you will watch. The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. It's true. No, hold on a second. But again, all, I don't want all, Dallas to all, do hard enough. I, I, I don't no, want them to do I, it. I want but. to see Dak come back. I want to see Dak come back, and I want to see what they're going to do on defense. 
I want to see, you know, Amari Cooper is like the, one of the biggest stars of the league that you don't really ever hear talk very much. Yeah, agreed. Zeke is Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do we get to follow him around 24-7? I would hope so. Oh, and I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in for that one. I would hope so. I want to see that. I want to see how he gets his cutoffs made. I want to see how that works. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Smith is a tremendous human. I want to see what's going on with him. Yeah, see, follow him. See I what want he's to see, doing that. I want to see their first round draft choice. Michael Parsons, yes. Get Jerry in there. Jerry yeah. is Jerry. Yeah, I want Jerry to see Steven. I want to see Steven. I want to see the whole Jones family. The whole, exactly. Right. Maybe some trailers. Romo will show up. We'll see Romo show up because you know Jerry can't quit him. And by the way, I think there's a chance they might be coming back to Oxnard this year. Maybe I think that's happening. So, I thought uh, that was announced. They're going to be here in Southern California. Yeah. And, You've gone, TJ, and, right? and you know how I feel about my you consecutive show street. You want to get on the bus. I've been on the bus, by the way. I've never been on the oh. bus. Oh. I've never been on the bus. TJ. That's like the Man. Lady Gaga picture. You never got been him. on the bus. You got him, Jerry bus. bus. You got Jerry him. Jerry bus. If you will, there's a little part of the Jerry bus that's like Jerry bus. Not Jerry bus. No, no, no. Jerry, no. The Jerry, Jerry bus. The Jerry bus. There's a certain there's two part. Of them, I thought. A, huh? I think he has two. I have no now. idea. Yeah. He there's probably two. has multiple. Just Mike. know if they yeah. are in Oxnard, there's going to be a day yacht? where the second this show goes off air at 12, I'm skipping the show, I'm hitting the car, and I'm heading to I'll Oxnard. I'll go with you, TJ. No, right. right. If, if the you. protocols are fine. We'll do an episode. If the protocols are No, we're not going to do an episode. How about you? We'll send a camera there. And you go and you do you do a report. That was going to happen, man. I was going to do that on my phone. But if you want to send a camera, see now we went down the better. wrong direction. I don't want to see the Cowboys on hard enough. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. I don't either. I hope it doesn't happen. I but I'm just saying. I'm uninterested. At Rich Eisen show, hit the retweet, Rich. Stuff. Let's see what we can get going. What, what are we doing? Hey, who do you want to see on Hard Knocks? Jags, Bucks, Cardinals, Cowboys. All right, why don't you come? We boys. It's one of those shows where you know I come in, I'm like, I don't really want to do a poll question. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, I got four good ones. And then you, and then we went crazy. We, we went, went crazy. poll question crazy. All right, so the first I one, just it. hit the RT on all these, okay? Which team has the best chance to come back down three two in the West? What do you Bla- got? Blazers, Clippers, Lakers. Blazers. There's no question about it. People are going to choose the Blazers. Oh, definitely not. Lakers, thirty nine percent. What is the matter with people? <laughs> <laughs> Blazers, 31%. Clippers, 30%. See, I the, think- Lakers, the Lakers fans are all like Cowboy fans. They're the same, you're the same person. And I know that to you, that's an insult. As it a is an fan. insult. How dare you? But it's so true. The most untouchable player in sports, Patrick Mahomes, far and away, 82%. Over Luka and... Um- yeah, Luka, 11%. Tatis, 7%. Uh, let's see. Which young player uh, needs to be big. most needs to get big Daniel in 2021? Jones, right? Daniel Jones, 45%. I mean, Sam Darnold, 25%. And who do you want to see on Hard Knocks? Early results, 42% Jacksonville. It's, it's, yeah. it, there's no question. Hard Knocks Jacksonville. Let's go. Please. Let's go. All right, Jay Billis is on tomorrow's program. The actor Patrick Wilson is on tomorrow's program. Who else is on tomorrow's program? We are. Are you? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I want to make sure. I can leave early right now. I mean, but I mean. But. Fantastic. That's on Friday's show. Back on the Rich Eisen Show to take your brother from another on Peacock in a moment. For the radio audience, see you Friday.